Welcome once again to the Evening Tickler with Steve and Julian and our special guest, the mysterious lady from beyond, who's joining us tonight to teach us a little bit about everything and maybe, if we're lucky, a lot about nothing. She's looking at me right now over the table, filled with the glee of where we're going to go with this. But it is time for all of us once again to stop our reading and reflecting and begin our dining and discussions. Have you been reading and reflecting? Uh, I practice that occasionally, and, uh, and I'm dropping it at this very moment to be a little bit more interactive with human beings. You know, the Catskills in the wintertime, which we seem to be leaving, uh, put us into corners and we look at the dark side of things, we read books, we stare at the fire. We're getting out of that now, I hope. We've got to be. It's time. It's it's weary and it's dreary. I'm over it. Amy, are you winter weary at this point? I'm, uh, I don't think I'm winter weary. I just keep, if I feel like it's dark and gloomy, I just open paint and paint. You do? Yeah. That's what you do to get over being dark and gloomy? Yeah, actually just uh, tie-dyed my cat. You tie dyed your cat? Yeah, she's purple. Oh, pink. that's nice. Yeah, I like. The, your, well, I like the thought of her running outside and a woman going home and saying to her husband, "I just saw a purple cat," and he's like, "You're never driving again." But wait, to tie dye? Well, so, but you don't tie dye in the same way as you tie dye like a, a t-shirt or whatever. You don't immerse no, the cat in a bath of. No, uh, I can't of dye. wrap her in rubber bands. You can't. <laughs> no. She's alive still, she though. Like yeah? That, yeah, she's a living I just cat. Hold her by her tail and dip her. You practice on yourself <laughs> before you do the cat. I do. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you're such a charming dinner guest because. Regularly, we look across the table and we see people that look like people, but you look like a garden nymph. I am. Oh. <laughs> I'm nymphing. <laughs> That's what you do in the winter. You're doing it very yeah. well. Um, let's give a nymph lesson over the radio. I know that, you know, radios. You mean how to, how to be a nymph? Well, let's do the <laughs> three major I rules of nymphing. Steve, I think your nymph years might be behind you. Uh, yeah, but I, you saw me in my thong two weeks I ago. I did see you so, in your thong. That wasn't a nymph. Uh, what, what was that? Are that was a... I saw you in your fish skins last week. I want you to know <laughs> I'm going to think about what I okay. was. Okay, Amy, give us the three nymphing rules. Uh, nymphing rules. Yeah. Oh, she's on the spot. I never... Bend over. <laughs> really? <laughs> never. Why never well, bend how, over? How, how never reach you? high with little dresses on. Uh-huh. Why <laughs> never bend over? <laughs> and always open the paint. <laughs> Why She's never a, bend over? It could cause a what? nymph uh, ex- seizure. Explode. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, now number one, okay. she's a professional, so right, don't, right. don't I guess ever you don't say questions. why. Yeah, just right. say, just do explain it. Just a little say, bit oh. more. Just, go, just don't bend over. <laughs> I don't bend over anyway. You put any I of those? I learned years ago. Are any of those nymphing rules on YouTube? 
I think they are. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they show you how to nymph. How to nymph? Yeah. Do you have a YouTube channel? I don't. Well, you should have one. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that. I use Instagram. Can you get closer <laughs> you to do? the microphone? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, Hello. She's speaking in the <laughs> There n- is no microphone. <laughs> There's no microphone. I know. Right. It's not. Right. I'm just pretending. Into mm. the umbilical cord. Mm. If, Julian. <sighs> yeah. And I can see that you're looking at, Amy, the, the nymph uh, in ways that are appropriate and maybe inappropriate. I'm always appropriate. Uh, but you're, You know, I'm taking raised. holy orders. I've decided. <laughs> I decided that's got to be the next development up here. <laughs> at a certain point, you've just got to take holy orders. Holy orders? Yeah, you gotta you gotta join. You gotta become actually actively monastic instead of just Can you spell passively. That? Is that W or H? O R D R S. Not not all so doers. He said yes. Holy orders. <laughs> they don't forget it. He's soft and he's charming, but they're colonialist and they killed so many people the, with that them. accent of theirs. <laughs> I uh, know oh, you get away with anything. <laughs> you know what? Well, I can't even you, really remember man. how to do it. We are so on to you. I only do it on the yeah, radio. Yeah, I, I only do it around at dinner. <laughs> the rest of the time, I sound like. Uh, are you going to wear a habit? I. Well, you mean when I take holy orders? Yeah. I don't know, but doesn't it feel like it might end up just being the only option up here? I think it's you may as well just formalize because we're already we already basically are, have taken holy orders that's true so People we may are, as well formalize mm-hmm. it you yeah. put like a tissue around your neck yeah in yeah your skin my little rough amy i'm I look, sure you've I'm had good the in experience the of uh the world looking for something bigger than themselves to believe in and um julian in, in starting a new holy order up here could be that thing that everybody's looking to believe in you what know what think? i've always wanted to be a cult leader a yeah, cult leader. you'd be good at that. Do you think I got it in me? Oh, are you, you could, kidding me? You should be a cult leader. I don't want to be a cult leader. <laughs> I want to be a cult leader. You could be a fashion statement. Yes. There's so many good things. That, there's so many perks to being a cult leader. From, but from would the you live in a cave? Leader. Would you be that guy? No, no, no. no. I don't know. It'd you'd be live, more you'd like have the, a big throne and you'd no, sit on your no, throne. And no, it's straight up. What's the guy? David David Koresh? Was that his name? Uh, oh, you Waco. Yeah. Oh, Waco. would you be the guy that hands out? I want to be the cyanide Waco. No, you would be cyanide Kool Aid Jonestown guy. No, no, no. It's all about you having, would kill your people. It's all while. about having free reign over the entire population, being able to do whatever you want with them. Would we be part of your thing, Amy, uh, the nymph, and Steve? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have roles on God. Yeah, you'd have roles. I think I'm on your side of the. Dime. I don't know exactly what your role would be, uh, but you, you would. Have, I could find a role for you, lifting yeah. things. But the then I'd have spinner. to, like, bend over. Yeah. <laughs> and that's against the rules. You've already seen yeah. this. No. You'd have to <laughs> no, squat. I, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. I'm not going to break the rules. Amy would punish me, and that <laughs> wouldn't be good. So, Amy? He could be the wine cyanide cult leader. Well, that's Without a Jonestown thing. Yeah, right? no Kool-Aid. And, you know, a little bloat and a, some discovery, and you'd get your picture in the paper. Have you ever seen a documentary about the Jonestown yeah, thing? Yeah, it's tragic. It's pretty shocking. Yeah, it, it is pretty shocking that one man could make so many people believe in such nonsense. And they're killing Right their, to the very end. They're killing their kids. And I know. They're it's, literally it's killing science, their kids. It's science fiction. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. Where yeah. was that? It's Guyana, yeah? It was Guyana. Guyana, you say Guyana, I say Guyana. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Hmm. Amy, you're a, you're a mother. I am. You're an explorer. 
you carry in your sort of carbon-based DNA package and your, and your wet gear up there in your brain memories of the Catskills from way back. You were here in the Woodstock area when culture was defining itself. Then it went away, and now it's starting to come back again. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about what it was when you were a kid playing the Woodstock scene with all of the musicians, the Dillons and the you know Rolling Stones. What? Stanko. No. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was. No, there. really. Yeah. And I um, worked at Bearsville Recording Studio. I was fired for being Snoopy in the green room, and I kept coming for back for being Snoopy, the character Snoopy. Oh, no, no for snooping around. Yeah, I kept wanting to see right. the famous people, and they Remember, were like, stay out. Who well, were they? Who were they? Who they were, were recording. Who were the uh, famous Bonnie people? Tyler I met. Uh, Bonnie Tyler, total eclipse of the heart? Yeah, listen, she had period cramps. I had to go get her medicine. I was Yay, so excited team. for like being in there at that moment. You got fired for uh, that, didn't you? But wait, like, I saved her from cramping. Wait, you're starting with Bonnie Tyler? Are we going to go up or down from Bonnie Tyler? No, I think she was uh, probably like the Dylan? second one. Uh, Bob Dylan was always That's a, yeah. Now we're That's getting a, somewhere. Bonnie yeah, Tyler. Uh, you can't boast Cher, about Bonnie Tyler. But listen, Cher did not have makeup on, nothing, and I thought she was a guy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, was like I saw that She's kind of a guy. tranny. She's got that tranny look. Yeah, she's she? very yeah, tranny She's very tranny. Yeah. And I was like, she's going to kick my A-double-S on the G-radio. I think you can say that word. No, no, no. You can say it if you're referring to a donkey. She said it She was trying to kick my donkey. She was going to kick your donkey. She was terrible. And so she looked at you in a tranny way without makeup to kick your donkey. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there might have been a soft mustache. There was? Yeah, I think so. Man. No shave. I like it. But she had to be pretty bad donkey to get through the life she got through. Yes. But that was. She's a tough one. When did, when was, what was the guy's name? What the, guy? Mr. Cher. Sonny. Sonny. Oh, yeah. But that was Sonny. way earlier, yeah? Yeah, that was before he... I got but she you. wasn't was with the, him. I got he you. He wasn't there. Days. They, and now they had, a, uh, they had like a transgender kid, yeah? Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know why, I don't know why I said that. Sean. Oh, so, it went that way. It went yeah. from the A to B, not from yeah. B to A. And me to C. Made <laughs> and so you were, the, you were the charming, young, misfit exuberant kid yes. who went into the green room too many times and got fired but refused to be fired and uh and stayed on as a intern until as a volunteer you were like the sticky I kept oatmeal coming back they were like what they are you couldn't doing? get You're it fired. off of them wait so yeah. you so you were born and raised in woodstock born and raised in poughkeepsie moved to woodstock um, see she goes up to hitchhiked around the country no, I want yeah. so more. So who else we got? We got we got Cher. Uh, we got Bob Joe Dylan. Joe Turner. What was Bob Dylan doing? Uh, Bob Dylan, I think he's part owner of that with Levon Helms. But then Levon passed away. I don't even know that they have that studio anymore. But Levon Helms. But he and, wasn't recording something there or whatever. No, Bob Dylan. he was just in there. Yeah, but right. the band was Fancy. like Woodstock. Wait, what? Year, I mean, without dating yourself, what year? What years? Are uh, talking? 82, 83. Oh, so that was Bob Dylan. Like oh, yeah. lost in space. At that Listen, point. they used to when bands would record in the recording studio down there. They were also in the bars playing for free. The right. Stones would play for free at the Joyous Lake, things like that. Yeah, wow. pretty fun times. That yeah. was before my time. But so, were, but do you think that um, the the formulative years that you experienced back in the early eighties is going to come back in a certain way? Not in Woodstock, but maybe in a certain other part of the pioneering Catskills? What do you, it feels a new sort of, here? yeah, maybe oh. somewhere around. I feel like when I see all these arts, uh, there's a real explosion of the arts around here. I see it everywhere. 
more than I did 12, 13 years ago when I moved up here. You were the only artist up there. I don't right. know what I was. Because you had two. Yeah, what were you? you I was an hair. octopus. Were you? Are you still an octopus? Well, you've, yeah. lo you've lost a few limbs. No, I'm still an octopus. I just now fill all my legs with paintbrushes. Now I know what to do. Wow, that's but, such a word picture. That's a perfect right. thing to talk about yeah. at the table. What's that goddess with Oct loads of arms? Medusa. Shiva? No. Shiva's got she Shiva. snakes. Shiva's got loads of arms. Yeah. Yeah, and then you don't. Medusa's in got the man. She's got the right thing right. that you her hair be, could paint. Man, all those snaky things. Yeah, you better be Shiva, Medusa, because Medusa was. Yeah, no. You well, it depends it. upon whether you want an attitude or get the work done. If you want attitude, it'd be Medusa with yes. the paintbrush and the snake heads. Right. right. Yeah. But Shiva with all of those hands, you know, painting away, that would be very functional. Yeah. Mm. And I don't like know. That. So wait, 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 wait. There's more gossip. Who else? So Bob. So we're talking early eighty, early eighties, mid eighties. Yeah, uh, Rainbow was in there. <laughs> Joe Cocker was in Rainbow? there. Rainbow, you can't yes. boast about Rainbow. Is that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow. Steve doesn't even know, do you? Rainbow. No, I, I don't pay attention to that. I, I when I hear Rainbow, I think unicorns and sprinklies and yeah. happiness. Rainbow were like a sea grade, uh, like the leftovers of deep purple. Yeah, why, why would yeah. I pay attention? <laughs> yeah. to that? Oh my God. What I, I want Skittles. <laughs> thought about rainbow, rainbow in like a thousand 20 years. years right that's <laughs> yeah. how long it's been rainbow were in there how many other like, people huh? at this table are like right. me like what what does this matter what really matters is this amy once had a girlfriend whose father was a very famous musician who sung a very oh, famous is. song at woodstock and she walked upstairs uh and Opened the door and he and was, he was practicing. Naked. <laughs> no no it's, it's better than that oh. Tell yeah us. he was uh my girlfriend, Rachel Havens, her dad is Rachel oh, Havens. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he was home. He was there visiting, and he was so he was home. Mm. I thought, why? She was like, I have to go home. And I thought, why do you have to go home? It's not fair. He should want you to have friends. So <laughs> I, I went there anyway. I was missing her. Went there, and he was singing. We were up in her room. He was singing. I came downstairs. We walked through, and I said to him, "You're a horrible singer. <laughs> like you're a terrible singer." And she was yeah, like, "Oh my god, do you know who he is?" Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, "I'm really sorry. He's terrible." He played but, at Woodstock, didn't he? Yes, he yes, sure did. He did. I don't even actually really know who he is. Yes, he's fabulous. He, yeah, he uh, played a Beatles song that went on forever, uh, "Little Darling" or something like that. Yeah, a Beatles song. I forget. He's I, a I kind watched man. the movie. You were probably there. I was probably conceived. If you yeah, when the mud shack, right. you were probably. <laughs> no. conceived. Is that where you were conceived? Do you I think? don't know. I don't think they remember. They have no idea. No. <laughs> I was just sick. All of a sudden, she was sick. There it was. It was the wine. Yeah. When nymphs are born, we call it a miracle, and we are right now having dinner with a miracle. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Yeah. Well, we're not really having dinner, are we? No, we're the not. Di the dinner's we're, still in the kitchen. The the. Um, conversation we will call an appetizer but we have a, a dinner and since this is a chew and chat uh, event i might as well tell you that i took some of the burnett farms black angus top sirloin and mm. seared it this way and that and uh, amy is looking at me with wide eyes because she's a vegetarian and she doesn't hear people talk dirty like this very yeah. often. <laughs> and um i, I slapped her meat around this way and, and that way and gingered her and, yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> crikey sorry that's how i heard so that so anyway the, the cow has been blessed and, and gracefully turned into a thai which is thailand is the other side of the world for those of you that haven't traveled thai taste on some jasmine rice 
And uh, for Amy, who I only discovered too late as a vegetarian. She gets I, tangerine. A tangerine, and I popped out three of our <laughs> Caesar salad lettuce starts. And they're babies, but in that Amy is a mother of six, hard what? to believe. I've been waiting to it's eat It's hard to believe. You don't like really. Then I'm going to let of her six? eat. Of six? Six. Yeah. And five grandchildren. Yeah. And another on the way. Yeah. Whoa. So Six. Amy is going yes. to do something that she's always wanted to do, but she has morally been unable to do it. She's going to be able to eat the babies. Yeah, I eat babies. Wait. Yeah. I Shall wait. I get the babies? Yeah, go get the babies. Okay. And we will carry you on. you live with Amy? Right. <laughs> we'll live without you Oop. for a bit. Watch out for your juice. Now, <clears throat> Amy, um, I would like to know, before we start stuffing our gobs with delicious food, what it is that you consider the primary attribute of being an artist as, and you are an artist. I've, I've seen your blogs. I've heard your talk. You're imaginative. You're creative. You're full of invention. What is it inside of you that perpetually, when you wake up every day you and open your eyes, you say, I'm an artist, I'm, I'm going to invent and create. What is it that does that? I feel like I don't even say that because I yeah. can't stand pressure. Oh. I'm such a bad pressure person. Yeah. It's terrible. You don't even articulate that. You just get up and go. I just go. Like, uh, even this, like I have this cello that I'm working on now. That thing sat in my mudroom for a year. I just kept thinking at some point I'm going to, I'm going to think of something to do with it. I think uh, anything that you do that's creative is a, is a spark that happens. And from that spark, because you have vivid imagination, and you just go from there. You well, just... that all sounds very happy and bright. But have you ever just gone with your flow and your intentions and ended up creating something that was really dark and creepy and evil? Yes, I do that when I'm angry. I realize when I'm angry, I paint everything black and red. And nice. then in the morning, I sand it all off and put, <laughs> make it nice blue and yellow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, these are my angry colors. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think that there's a market for black and red furniture. There is. Yeah. Those are the I wouldn't sadists. sand that down. Yeah, those are the S&M customers. There are some people that need that. They want dressers with handcuff links on them. No, those not... Those dark people, yes. Really? Well, that proves it, that there is going to be a renaissance of music happening up here because once the handcuffs on the dresses show up, the next thing is the musical invention. That's, That's right. My, what do you think? They'll be, they'll be singing of screaming. <laughs> do you, do you, you did that so well. Yeah. Do, do you think there's an S&M scene up here? Yes. Oh, there is? There's a lot you of swingers. You said that with a very definitive kind of... There are a lot of swingers yes. in Delaware, can't we? Yes. It's quite... Really? It's name quite, names. No. No, don't name never, names. No. <laughs> oh, that's good. That means no. she knows names, Julian. Okay, but circle the prey a little bit. Like, fly around. Like, give us some clues. I mean, not, not, not clues. Like, like, these are the kind of clues. You could say towns. Ta I think it's everywhere. All the towns. I think it's everywhere. In Denver? No. In, uh, Come on. I and, think that people... Come on, she's got real information here. No, Order, listen, art, stuff. I think because it's now we're really a uh, closed area and there isn't a lot for adults to do. And I think that adults that are in relationships that are comfortable with each other, uh, these are not people that are new in a relationship that are out uh, pulling singles together. Well, they wouldn't be. They, no. they wouldn't have the fishbowl and the car keys or whatever. If they, they would right. be happy with their own fishbowl the and their own car keys. That's right. You have but, to have treats. But what you're saying is that there are people... So, 
So all the towns. Bavina. I believe that there's uh, a merging of the towns. Wow. Julian, you're getting way too close to the microphone. Can you please... (laughs) But it's because I'm getting interested (laughs) now. Listen to his mouth on it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, all right, all right, all right. I'm not letting this drop. So... Uh, if we're not so all towns, is there a t- is there a kind of professional type? Are there? What, uh, I don't uh, think there is. I think it's just te- about teachers? Uh, people that are comfortable in the relationships that are bored and want spontaneous stimulation from other couples and wow the feel of that and wow. So that like as I'm walking up and down the street at night, just thinking I'm going to take my cat for a walk or whatever. There's all kinds of stuff going on behind curtains that I don't even think about. Probably with people who the next morning I'm going to Russell's store and I'm like, morning. Yeah. Really? And they're at it. They're all at it. And they're they're at it with each other. Yeah. As soon as the snow will be melting, you can get closer to the curtains. What's going to make the snow melt? Just the pure friction? Yes. And the heat around the house. So that's how you can tell. Yeah. The houses where there's no snow on the roof and there's no snow it's in the garden. Hot there. It's just like, yeah. There's well, some now that I find happening. interesting. Amy, as a nymph, do you find that your skin picks up infrared radiation like heat signals yes. from warm, things? Warm, warm, warm. Nice. Calling you, in of the. Do people. you feel like Steve keeps trying to change the subject a little bit? No, I'm not changing. No. It. Why I'm would that be? He's fine-tuning it. Do you think this part of this conversation is making him a little uncomfortable? He's fine-tuning. Fine-tuning. Yeah. Do we think right. the top of Brownlee Mountain has no snow on it? It probably doesn't. There's no Steve. snow on Bradley Mountain. We, we have a little bit of melt up there. There's an issue. <laughs> right. But we have, uh, we find wow. that our I'd like drones to know more about keep this. people honest up on Bramley Mountain. I'm right. surprised you don't know. You do know more, don't you? I think you? you know more. I don't know more anything. I don't know more, more, more anything. Really? <laughs> Julian, uh, Amy, if I can. I don't. I really Julian's don't. Like, is my name in that circle? Is Julian my name, put it there? Is my, are my car keys in the bowl and I yeah, didn't know? Yeah, and you didn't know. I like the guy. He's not. Whose are these? It's all very exciting. <laughs> Julian, he's sleeping. Dinner. People have stopped eating and they're like totally into this conversation. You know what? I, however, am into the eating. Julian has announced himself several times on the radio as a prude. So has he? Really, he? Yeah, he has. So, I am a little prudish. Well, you know, I kind of think it's. because you're English. I They're so dry. No, it's not really that I'm prudish. It's more dry. like I kind of feel like it's sacred. And so... To be cocky? What sacred cocky. What do you mean by that? I don't no, think you're cocky, No, but no, no. The whole swing. I'm trying to keep it on. I'm trying to keep this back on the same conversation. I don't want to leave this conversation. Are you want to talk about the swingers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Julian. swingers? So I, so, I'm, so I wouldn't really do that because I would feel like it would be corrosive. Ultimately, even with all the understanding that you've talked about, I could I would never do it either because it would be corrosive, wouldn't it? I would be listening and I would be like, He never made that sound with me. Right. What is she doing? I wonder what that sound would be. Yeah, I would be like, I want my phone on video because when you go, Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh <laughs> she did, what did she do? Now, they've always said <laughs> that um, the bed is the poor man's opera, and the way that you just hit that operatic note, uh, but could you do that again, please? The way you whinny? That's the sound I actually make when I see a spider. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> so scary. You mean you've got, there's a line that connects the fear of spider and the rapture of desire? Yeah. Wow. It's kind of the same. I'm still listening. <laughs> that's, um, that's a tight rope to walk. It's like my status today. Like, ooh, you hit my Kajino. <laughs> that's that's language that's not allowed over the dinner table. Oh, it's not Kajino. Yeah. Um, well, we'll try. We'll try this. Um, 
Julian, for the first time in my life, has, has really taken on an unnatural interest in the conversation. Oh, I'm flushed. So, <laughs> and it's so rare that I find him not just titillated. Well, you know what? This is the good stuff. His imagination is fired up. No, no, no. And he's but got the best the... imagination in the castle. No, but of course this is the good stuff. Sure. Because, you know, I have lived here for 19 years. And I haven't even glancingly, incidentally, you know, you'd think just your elbows would bang into stuff like that just by moving around Price Chopper or whatever, you know? Right. But it hasn't happened. That, uh, uh, not that I want it to, but it's fascinating that there's this kind of underbelly. Right. But, but I don't bump into it. But you I bump into new. it. I think it's new. I think it's like it's new, new in the last like three years. Oh, well, that's narrowing the field. That's narrowing the field, Steve. Yeah, because I never. in the never, last three years. I really have never heard. Of right. anybody doing this in the last three years, I hear it a lot. A oh, lot. a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's the water. I think we need. I think. I think those people should have their own dinner time thing or whatever, and explain to us what's going on. Well, anybody that's listening that is engaging in this new world behavior. Are you blushing, um, whoever's us, listening? Give us a call. <laughs> yeah, call and, in. And you can be our next <laughs> guest and we'll we want to know more. more granular. Wait, do yes. you know more than you're giving They'll up? blindfold you. Do you know more than you're giving up? No. No, you don't? No, I don't know time, dates, and locations. No. <clears throat> the FBI said never give that out. And you haven't been in a situation where you suddenly, f are, and you're like, Oh wait! This is not what I thought it was. This is something else. Have you? No, I've come <clears throat> close to accidentally saying yes. Right. Because I didn't get. Right. Right. Because right. they don't come out and say it like right, that. Right. 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 They're what like come to a talk show. They have they tried to recruit you? <laughs> have you been? They have like have flags they in their back pocket. Yeah. What yeah. is there? A, do they wear something in a certain way or whatever? How do they say it? You know how I know is that their wives start being super nice to you. Yeah, like because they like, like a the little meeting dance group. Because they, like the, because they like the idea of their husband. They're like, oh, that would be nice. Yeah, strange things like men that sit in the closet and let their wife do that. Oh, um, and Like, like, like li listen or watch or? I wasn't there. I'm sorry, Julian. More information, please. Yeah. <laughs> I can make something Email up. Email Julian at julianrichard.com. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Email me. <laughs> this is another one of those breakthrough evening tickler conversations where we are starting to learn that, yes, indeed, the culture of the Catskills is changing. Um, without any judgments, it's wonderful that we're starting to hear that people are coming in and expressing ideas that are a little bit new and unfamiliar uh, to our world and, um, and meeting new friends and connecting in important ways that can maybe lead to bigger and better community activities. Surely not. Uh, I would hope not, actually. I don't know where I was going I don't think that. that I, 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 can't I think that ought to stay really quiet. And uh, I don't see it as the building blocks of anything, but it yeah. is kind of fascinating. And but, I totally get... I don't want to move on, do I? You, I I'm getting the... No, you're... Right, um, okay. You know, it's destructive for people that have... Uh, listen, when we lived in Sweden... And he he's European, mm. or... Whatever. It was. Yeah. You lived so, in Sweden as well? We did. And I learned, I was young, so it was really, uh, so many things happened there that blew my mind as a, a small American child, like naked beaching and uh, my mother naked in the hot tub with the neighbors. <laughs> I was Whoa. like, your boobs are out. <laughs> We're going to hell. Like, with the neighbors. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, what is happening right now? I didn't even know. 
I'm her thinking boobs that came now. out. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Is that a bad word? No. No, boobs. No, there's, there's, there's another word there's for a mistake. There's no such thing as a bad word. There's only the evening tickler, and, um, and it's being expressed so beautifully this evening. This is Chelsea Goodwin compelling you to listen to my late night radio program, In Goth We Trust. We'll explore the dark side of the popular arts, music, movies, moods, and more than a few surprises. And we'll have a few laughs. <laughs> In Goth We Trust, every Wednesday and Thursday night from 10 o'clock until midnight. Only on WIOX Community Radio, 91.3 FM, and streaming undead at WIOXradio.org. Be there. We'll find you. (laughs) WIOX is supported by the Catskill Mountain News, delivering news, features, arts, entertainment, and sports weekly since 1863. Available on newsstands by subscription or online at CatskillMountainNews.com. Catskill Mountain News. Intensely local, uniquely personal. WIOX is supported by Hana Mountain Resort and Country Club. With 29 guest rooms, an 18-hole championship golf course, restaurant and bar. Specializing in wedding packages including rehearsal, dinner, ceremony, reception, farewell brunch, and accommodations for guests. Information at hanacountryresort.com or 845-586-4849. Well, Amy, I can't believe believe Ah, you just told me that. The evening tickler dinner conversation. That guy? That guy did it. That guy did it. The evening tickler dinner conversation. Oh, my God. I would never have thought him. Of all the people that we talked about, I would never have thought him. And the way that dance went. With the head? Yes, and both the, heads. And the neck and stuff? Yeah. It's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, well, don't leave out the feathers. That was the weird part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those feathers. But the whole idea of cultural activities, especially in the second language or the first language, if mm. you will have uh, sexuality spoken as our first language or second language in Europe, it's developed and practiced in such different ways than, than it is here. What Our taboo, well, our meat is their poison and their poison is our meat. But it's fascinating to hear, because you are two European experienced people, all of the different ways that you do and don't see that wrapping itself in our community. And, um, I mean, Julian, I see you getting very excited about maybe some things that it's you've the in, it's the beef in Europe coming and back to your backyard, so to speak. No. <laughs> no, you know what? I think actually England is more similar, because I think, again, I mean, I grew up in... You know, relatively suburban, lower middle class, whatever. But I never got a sniff of that, not from my parents or any group around. Although, you know, maybe stuff was going on that maybe you just don't you, know they put about. Maybe you to yeah. Benadryl. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, with Percocet. That's right. They're like, yeah. good night. Hard. They're like, snort this Percocet. Yeah. They're like, I, I, I know, know it's going to hurt. I know it's going to sting your nose a little, but just just do it. <laughs> we'll it's see probably always 10 been going on. But, you know, a man, as uh, Simon and Garfunkel used to sing, a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. You know, there, it's been going on forever. 
I read about this when I read about the Caesars. It was like rampant back then. It yeah, was but, like so out in the open. But what's so good about the Caesars? Yeah, exactly. That's what's good about the Caesars is they don't care. They don't. It it's this it's power. This, it's, this power lower, it's this lower middle class kind of like. The Poconos used to do couples weekends. In those heart shaped tubs. <laughs> yes, those and they. Tubs that I saw you advertised. think that you're doing like a couple's weekend doing things. You're doing things. I wonder uh, if the local yes. hotels. That, Maybe. Damn. Mm. When I was starting my graphic design business, I was approached by some Israelis with a lot of money that wanted me to do the graphic design and marketing for a ship, a a pleasure ship that they would take out for a weekend called La Botel, which would be swingers that would get on this boat and then go into international waters and do things so that people would get arrested for on shore. Wow. It was kind of scary for me. Did you do I'm, it? I'm from the Midwest. What was the logo? Of course I did it. <laughs> what, you know, what, I needed the money. <laughs> what, the, what was the logo? It was, um, <laughs> I designed it, so I think I can remember it, even though it was in my youth. A sperm um, whale? No, there were these, <laughs> um, you know what my favorite. Okay, now my mind's racing. <laughs> my favorite whale joke. How do, how do you circumcise a whale? Oh, you, didn't we no. already do this one? No. No. Well, what is it? What's the answer? Skin divers. Four skin divers, four skin divers. So the Lobotel thing was like two sperm whales coming off of the bee, sort of like a Bentley front winged thing, very elegant. Really? Because, you know, design is supposed to set up it? expectations that people put money to. And That's right. I didn't hear. What was it again? It was. Have you ever seen a Bentley? And It's like a Rolls Royce yeah. thing where the, there's – anyway, it was a winged bee – that set style, class, uh, aspirational yearnings. And how did it? How did it? The um, bee was very erect. Oh. Yeah. All right. I'm a right, designer. Right. You know, yeah. right. <laughs> you got to graphically put the major attribute into the uh, visual mark. And it happened. The boat happened. Yeah. That uh, they couldn't get the money together. They, they couldn't get it up. It was. Uh, they couldn't get it up. As a matter of fact, I boat. <laughs> The swinging sperm boat. I didn't get paid. <laughs> Sunk. You didn't get paid? No. You didn't get paid? Uh-uh. No. Wow. That, that's when I decided that it was better to stick with Fortune 500 companies than, yeah. than people that were attractive and crazy. Right. Yeah. I wanted that's to be funny. with the ugly, crazy people that had money. That's right. Yeah, but now you it don't. It works. Even, they're more fun. But you they, don't. Well, they're predictable. <laughs> yeah. But you don't want that anymore, do you? I've had enough of everything. All I want to do really? is, is sit here at the table and have conversations with the truly interesting people, uh, all three of us. Are you a little mired in the uh, end of winter um, um, uh, trench? Uh, I look out. I look out at all of the daffodils and green grass and Where? red buds coming out. I saw your post on oh, Instagram today. It's so dreary. It's oh. like it's like at the end of reading a five thousand page Russian novel. It is. It's where like you just want to shoot your brains out. Uh, it's the so, Bible. It's pretty much what is well, out my windows no. right now. Yeah. Old Testament, right? Yes. Try that thing. Oh no, well, the Old Testament's full of You have to paint flowers on your windows. <laughs> mm, that's a good idea. Yeah. Right. Little suns and flowers. But you f- I find myself just sitting in front of the fire with drool coming out of the side of my mouth. That's an age uh, thing. Un- <laughs> well, it could be, but all the same, I could be the sort of master depressive for young people, too. You know, you, <laughs> good at it. You, know, you do a good job uh, of when you emerge from your, uh, from your cave of not appearing to be that way. Well, that's called the manic stage. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's swinging from one end to the other end, huh? Because I don't really see you the other Maybe I don't want to. At the dark side? Yeah, I don't see you in the dark side. <clears throat> it doesn't happen too much anymore. You can't usually see at the dark side. When it's I was so young, I was so dark. <laughs> you know. you just get blundering around. You're like banging into stuff. <clears throat> I knew this guy that once said, Steve, wisdom begins in wandering. And he was trying to make me feel good about me wandering off the path in the dark woods, which I would do until I would get manic and go to the white, bright side of things. And um, But now as I've aged, I have found that that roller coaster ride has flattened out considerably, which allows me the steadfast That's consistency. A good well, it's very good for what I'm doing with my life right now, absolutely. Because if you knew me the way I was 20 years ago, um, you would be on one side thrilled and on the other side appalled and appalled yes yeah. do you well i am appalled are you uh you, well thank you for that because that old school steve not a lot of people see and appreciate so thank you for that mm. um and i would you know i think everybody that's kind of creative goes through the roller coaster ride mm. of ups and downs and mm. and ultimately we just have to be good roller coaster riders that's right yeah, yeah i think true. i i think that's totally true but you also realize, I think the uh, responsible, the responsible people in that state realize that that is, um, that's a private condition and that you've got to sort it out for yourself and that when you actually emerge out of the house, you've got to be, uh, you know, you've got to be a worthwhile, decent. Oh, my goodness. So well said. Otherwise, it's a disaster. Particularly when you're running a business and have a family. You know, or even just walking into Russell's store. Or looking at yourself in the mirror when you're shaving. You've got to, like, get the game face on. No, but it's right? true. But we do know, we all know people around, again, not naming names, but we all know people around who are fully prepared to bring that. Because we're all feeling, we're, we're all in that state. So, but they're fully prepared to walk into Russell's store and wear it on their sleeve. And that's just boring. I have it's, to tell you that I yeah. noticed when I was in Price Chopper, I always am looking at these people. You want to talk about Russell? Are these the people that wanted to swing with you? No. I oh. call them cement faces. They're like so faces. depressed that they don't even have a face anymore. Like, That's an Oxycontin thing. Oxycontin? I think. I think some of them are too old. You, you're never actually, too old for Oxycontin. Really? I don't think so. I, don't know. I think that was their I, advertising line. Oh, really? Yeah, never yeah. too old for Oxycontin. Never too old. Yeah. If you can't swallow it, snort it. Right? Is that the <laughs> no, it's, the tagline is the, the breath men of Delco. <laughs> yeah. The, what? the breath men of Delco. <laughs> Maybe. That might be it. Yeah. You, can take, <laughs> you can take it in suppository form. It's totally fine. Yeah, that works. Breath mints. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was a tangerine. Mm. There's cement people. The cement people is a lovely concept. Now, do the cement people also fall victim to the crazy ball? I think that they are not absorbent to anything around them. You mean if the crazy the ball hits them, they're not going to be like run get over attached and picked to up? It? What's the crazy yeah. ball? Explain the crazy ball, Amy. Is Steve's crazy ball of life that just bounces around and collects people? throws some off into a field <laughs> to start over, and some just stay there and roll. How did I, how did I miss it? You found that in the car today. Um, I fell out 
Yeah. yeah. No, there's a, you know, the, the whole thing is that we are all raised supposedly in a consistent culture of uh, moral goodness, shared experience. Uh, we are exposed to the same media and phenomenons. And yet the diversity of the types of people that come out is insane. Now, that's where the crazy ball idea comes in, that you can have two people that are exposed to the same things throughout their life. One of them turns out diametrically opposed to the other because they were hit by the crazy ball. It just yes. comes in like a huge round lint ball and picks them up and rolls them around. They can't get off of it. Eventually, maybe they do get off of it, but sometimes they don't. Other crazy people get attached to it, and you mm -hmm. can see it running around, and, and there are some crazy balls in the Catskills for right. sure. Was full of crazy bulls. Yeah, yeah. And you want to kind of, it's entertaining to look at that. And it's conversational, but you don't want to get in the path of the crazy ball. No, you want right. to stay Ooh. up in the tree. Can you make a noise for the crazy ball experience? <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, you want to run. Yeah. Just run. It's the ball is coming. Do you get that kind of warning? Do you get a warning like that? Yeah, that's yeah. You should make an app. For your phone. That says the crazy iPhone. ball is coming? No, that makes that noise. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, like, there could Facebook, be an infrared. Email, you could feel oh, some no, heat. Crazy ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. Yeah. Um, it's outside yeah. my door. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty, big concept. It's pretty uh, scary. I think that uh, people are, you know, I think because too around here, there isn't a lot for people to do. So if you get bored and the winter's long and it's cold and it's expensive what to do pay you for firewood and fuel oil, you either swing or you get cement face. Or you <laughs> Those look are the for two the crazy choices? ball. Those Three are the choices. two choices. Three. That's pretty, find the crazy ball. That's pretty manic. Take a no, ride. the third choice has got to be to be us. Find the crazy not, ball and take yes. a ride. Because we're not doing anything. That's right. Things. You learn to be happy. You find happiness in well, yourself. I, I wouldn't but I wouldn't if you take far. the crazy yes. ball route, that's you will not be judged. You will just be a victim, I'd which, is, which is a safe way to go, morally. That's right. Otherwise, you're making decisions about swinging or being a cement face. Oof. But you go for the crazy right. ball, and <laughs> you're, right. you're kind of okay for a safe. while. Yeah. Are, there swing, the, are there swinging cement faces? Oh, how boring. I hope no, not. No, I, I, I can't. Those are the people married a very long time. Oh, yeah, like, oh. like the oh. cast of Mount Rushmore. Man, can you imagine? Yeah. They're reading if a cement face swinger got on a waterbed, they feel nothing. With the sperm whale, they would the fall boat. through that and they would like drown and kill themselves, and that would be no yeah, fun. It'd be terrible. It'd be the end of the story. They'd probably be so glad. You know, They're I can see a reporter ending. going down the street of Oneonta, asking people, "Are you a cement face or are you a swinger?" And you think most people would know that reference? Yeah. No. Because they, they heard it on yeah. the Evening Tickler, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. We were teaching people. There are thousands yeah, of people pe who, are, who are like, who are that's me. Right. Yeah. That's me. I'm cement, a cement face. face. Finally, I'm somebody cement understands somebody me. Somebody gave me a name. <laughs> I finally got a name. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm would you say that a good. cement face is an emotional contractor? Kind of? Would that be accurate? What? Subcontractor. An emotional contractor. Oh. You know, somebody that lays... Uh, uh, foundation. Lays <laughs> bagpipe? Bad, bad pipe. pipe. Oh, bad pipe. Grandpa. Or grandpa. They definitely made bad pipe. That is definitely yeah. why I think he uses cement face. Hey, I don't, I don't lay bad pipe. No. Excuse me. That's what Trump told My you. My hands aren't small. Who told you I laid bad pipe? The, the, the nymph over here. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that what the word is around Delaware County? Because you're not on the list. Julian lays bad pipe. <laughs> 
It's really not. You know, let's just take that off the table. Right? Gotta lay, I got to lay some good pie. You lay great pie. <laughs> Amy, Don't have Amy a cement told face. Me, <laughs> I lay great. Amy told me that you're a good pie player. Yeah. You used to be a plumber, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no. He was trained as an engineer like in, in plumbing, mm. but she, he became a creative. Mm. That ruined his chance to really make big money and have funny funnies. Yeah. <laughs> so let's all recover. I almost choked to death on one of those pieces of rice I just <laughs> ate. I need a little bit more of that ginger uh, uh, ginger uh, beef. Can I go and get it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Do you need more? I'm good. Thank you. I'm okay. still working on the ginger beef. When I was in my youth, I was in Southeast Asia during the big war. <clears throat> and um, while I was there as a student, I got up into the mountain yards to um, do some research on the opium-growing hill tribes for an organization and fell in love with the highly spiced cuisine of northern Thailand. And when I went up there, the um, big fear I had was that I would get amoebic dysentery. The malaria, for some reason, didn't worry me so much. I thought I could survive that, but I was scared to death of the dysentery. And a bunch of um, Air Force guys uh, told me that um, what you want to do in the area that you're going into is take one of those 12-inch long peppers that they grow up there as a cash crop and put it in your mouth and chew it all day long like a cigar. And the acid will turn your system so pH negative that any amoeba that goes into your mouth and throat will die. And I did that, and, and the side of my mouth blistered because it was like eating molecular acid. So but I developed this unbelievable appetite for hot, which I still have. I'm, a, I'm just a, you know, from the Midwest where the spiciest thing we ever had was salt. Right. <laughs> I love pepper, and I can't get enough of it. Really? And, and it's because of my self-cure for the amoebic dysentery in the mountain yards of southern Burma, northern Thailand. And uh, does that That's really pretty that really works? You can burn it. Out. You can burn. It worked amoeba. for me, and um, I didn't. You know, there was no filtration or anything else. The water I was drinking, and they didn't know germ theory up there mm. was just full of bad stuff. Mm. And um, and I, and I worked very hard on those peppers, and it basically was inoculation. Wow. And I think it did keep me from getting the big, bad no-nos. Have you, wow. have you ever had, uh, is that the only parasite you ever had? No, I've had, I've had so many parasites. Uh, I was in um, northern India a number of times, and on one mountain climb, I guess I picked it up because the the cysts of worms and parasites go airborne, you know, because the, really? the, the poop is everywhere. The what? And the cysts? The cysts of the parasites. Oh. You know, they're in the poop. The poop dries out. Oh, the I wind see. hits. They come up. You breathe it in. And you literally can get these contractions through your lungs and stuff. Wow. wow. And, and through your throat. And I <laughs> came back to New York after one of my trips, and I could feel the parasites eating my stomach up. Yeah. And I went to the parasite clinic where... They study you, you know, and the, <clears throat> I knew it was the right place. 
It's the only really high-end parasite clinic in New York City. But if you're feeling bad after being in a third-world country, you go to this place and you sit in the waiting room and you get called in and they take stool samples and blood samples and urine samples and flesh samples and they find out what parasite is eating you alive and then they start to give you your medication. And the chairs, there were about 40 chairs around the wall in your typical waiting room, mm. okay? They, these cloth chairs, it looked like Rorschach maps they of were the world. Stained? They were so stained. From people oh, leaking from parasite on the leaks. Oh, horrifying. Oh, my God. Le- horrifying. And I knew that, you know. Keep eating. And every time I <laughs> Did went Did it look there, like this? Um, <laughs> but, uh, no. Uh, uh, so I've, I've had parasites that uh, I, would, I would kill the parents. And I, the timing was off. And, the, and they had laid They'd already eggs. reproduced. And then four months later, the, ba- the babies would be eating me again. What were they called? What kind of, what were the parasites? They were called Eat Steve Alive Parasites yeah. from Northern <laughs> India. I once had something called Horrible. Shigella that I yeah, picked Shigella up. Yeah, Shigella is a... I got that in uh, Guatemala. Yeah, bad. Oh, blood and gore. Yeah. Oh, oh, but have you ever been like on the pot and you take a big grunt and like a two-foot oh. living creature comes popping out and you no, stick your head down. No, that's and, childbirth. And <laughs> you, Six wait, times. You look at the, you look at the placental like cord and it has eyes. And as soon as it sees you, it crawls back up. Oh, that's that's a real sort well, of... Well, you know, I have... If you've a, been to a yeah. third world country and can tell that story, you've been to a third yeah. country. Well, I have a dusty story about it because my youngest, we went away. I don't know where we were. I think we were in Guatemala. And we... Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of how to tell this in a clean way. Um <clears throat> Juliet woke up in the morning. Um, she's super sleepy, and we sleep we sleep with Dusty. Or whatever. And um, she kind of looked down, and she saw uh, what looked like you know, like s- six inches of a of a like wriggling worm, like sticking out of Dusty's bottom because <laughs> she's naked in bed or whatever. <laughs> but you know, you just wake up in the morning, you're like. What's that? You figure it's, it's a, her tail. Uh, well, you figure it's a piece of cloth, or you figure it's a piece of cloth, or something, or you're like, well, it can't Amy thinks it's just a natural yeah. tail, which all of her people have. Yeah. Right, right, Snap. no problem. Yeah. So we she, so she reaches, so she reaches down to um, put a, a bow tie on it. <laughs> no, oh. Bell. No, because that's what we do with our tails. So we we can hear it. Tink, tink, tink. Little ribbons on. <laughs> no, come on, come on. Everybody figures it's like a piece of yarn or something like. It's not really what you think it right. is or whatever. But then she's back up <laughs> it's totally like oh clever spotted. clever little one <laughs> and i'll pick it up it goes so she's like and it's gone and so she calls me i'm in florida doing going door to door for the obama campaign and um and then so uh, anyway she tries to forget about it like well maybe i didn't even see that and then she goes downstairs and then um she hears dusty wa- uh, moving around at the top of the stairs and uh and and she's got hold of it dusty's got hold of it herself She's got mm. hold of the back end of it, and oh she's pulled God. this thing out. It was 12 inches long. <gasps> That's a good start. It was a 12-inch long. It wasn't a tapeworm. It was a 12-inch long roundworm, like a thick mm. roundworm. It looked like an mm. earthworm. Wow. It looked like an earthworm. And then, <clears throat> so everybody's like, I just pulled a, she just pulled a 12-inch. So um, so we go to, oh, to no, first uh, go to Delhi Hospital or whatever, and they've never seen anything like it. So they're like, oh, you've got to go to... Ended up in Oneonta. And, you know, specialist. By the end of the day, it's not that big a deal. I mean, people get roundworms in right. Delaware County or whatever. But for the entire time, they admitted her. 
Wow. They admit her. She had to be on a drip. She, you know, on a. She's going to love that you showed this story. I know, I know, I know. Well, at least there's no pictures. But I mean, it sounds like a very extreme story. But <laughs> yeah. Every mummy that's ever been x-rayed is just full of worms like that. Oh, yeah. I have a great worm Parasites story. Oh, tell us your worm story. Uh, w- when my son was in Head Start, they uh, they said, "Oh, we have these little butt worms going around that you like. You get them from yeah. chocolate or something, right? From chocolate? I don't know. They you said chocolate. Butt- they were trying to stop me from eating candy. Nobody I don't gets know. butt worms from chocolate. Yeah, they said you can you can get them from chocolate. I was scared for my own butt. <laughs> I was like, I eat lots of chocolate, but uh, <laughs> that's being a responsible so, adult, yeah. Amy. So they said, uh, you have to look in their butt with a flashlight when they're sleeping. No, really? I swear to you. So I was like, wow, this is going to be weird. So I said to my son. <laughs> you can't do that yourself, can you? Oh, no, I did. And I no, said not to, to, my, yourself, not to yourself. Not like to yourself. No, to a kid. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, to, no. to my son. <laughs> oh, my so I thought you were self-diagnosed and no. operating. Oh, you trying to t- pretend I was sleeping and catch him. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> gotcha. You're yeah, capable I'll of that. really still. He'll come out. So <laughs> I know my you're son that. was like four. <laughs> come out, I, come out where I would are. just go to sleep with cracker crumbs by my butt. <laughs> so he could come out and eat. Lure them out. <laughs> <They're> like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm hungry. I'm coming out. <laughs> but uh, So I said so to clever. my son, you have to go to sleep tonight naked. And he was like, why? And I said, well, you do. Because you've got worms up your bucket. Yeah, we're all doing that tonight. Special night. Like, <laughs> That's pretty creepy. Yeah, it felt like really perverted. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he was on the top bunk and he said, I'm going to sleep with my underwear on. I was like, no, no you can sleep with a t-shirt on. Yeah. And yeah. He, you know, and then he was like, okay. He went to sleep. It's like hours later. I'm like in the bedroom standing on my other son's bed with a flashlight and I'm like prying my son's butt open and no and he woke up and spun around and there was like in the dark mother with a flashlight with a flashlight touching his butt he was mortified I um, go to my dad's is like, he disturbed now a little bit it but is a bit disturbed. it all comes out of there's that. no recovery from that isn't that horrible no, it's you know, horrible right imagine Horrific. that happening now when you're a grandmother oh my God. like waking up in the night now because yeah. there's nobody else in my house so if I woke up and there was like a woman with a flashlight, you'd be like, "Are you it, the nymph?" It would be a surprise. <laughs> yeah. anyway. A woman with a flashlight like, saying that she's your mother. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that would be very disturbing. Now please pry your buttocks apart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like my worm isn't back there anymore. There's, it's you gone, mummy. It's grown up. Fat. There's no worm in there, mummy. <laughs> I, I just want to bring the conversation to the table again and remind myself that um, worm stories are amusing, and we all have them. But they worms, more worm more, stories are little stories, and little stories grow up into big stories. And the most horrifying stories aren't the little worm in the butt stories, but it's waking up with a snake, a poisonous snake in your sleeping bag, or suddenly attached to your leg. Oh. You know, those are the horrifying That happened stories. to you? Uh, no. Oh. No, to well, somebody all, it's uh, happened. Of course, it's a horrifying story. There's yeah. all kinds of horrifying stories. Yeah, but you people can only that get really... real snake bite. I mean, the mature, every little buttworm wants to grow up to be a viper. You yeah, know, just, just like every designer wants to grow up to be an engineer kind of thing. Right. Is that what they're thinking when they're in your buttworm worm state? I wish I was an anaconda. anaconda. <laughs> yeah, just rip everything apart. So. Raise holy... H-E double hockey Everything wants to be what they're not. That's right. If you know what I mean. Anacondas are a really big deal in the Everglades, apparently. 
I understand that people are being thrown them in there. They're taking over. They eat the alligators. No, the cows. They, they eat. Yeah, they're, they they're like the cows. You, they okay, said I'm that. calling. You know, Google it. You know I'm what? I'm calling like? bull trots on you. They don't eat cows. They eat cows and livestock. <laughs> you cannot hunt them. This? Or is this fake? You can't news? No, it's on Google. Really? Oh, yeah, well, they, they you, eat you goats. Believe that. How? That's a big snake. They eat people. No, grown people. Yes, they wow. do. That they really, really do. Kind of I wish I'd never started this. They really do. Let's get back to cement faces and swingers. It's <laughs> yeah. so much safer. Wow. Yeah. It's a dangerous world out there. It's been a journey, hasn't it? Um, you know, I, when I talk to Amy and, and when I talk to you, Julian, yeah. I'm reminded of, a, of the old Grateful Dead song. <laughs> the captain's here. Nice. But the... Uh, the line that really defines all of our lives is, you know, what a long, strange trip it's been. Is that a That's Grateful true. Dead song? Yeah, definitely. It is one of the wisest lines ever laid out. You know, I'm not really a big fan of Grateful Dead, but I like that song, Ship of Fools. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's a good song. That was yeah. the boat he painted. Who? It was that ship. Who? Him. Who? Yeah. He did. He did the. That would be the bovina farmer. You sh you painted the Ship of Fools in so in a metaphorical way. Yeah. Mm. Right. Amy follows me. That's She's, right. I was listening. I follow you. You're out getting more juice. I like half follow you. Yeah. Oh, follow you where? Yeah. Here, in here or? Everywhere. I follow you everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I would follow you to the end of the earth. <laughs> so, you know, dinner. So good. Dinner is a so time. Good, Thank you, you totally so much. Did you um, I always find that there's something not just cathartic but redemptive about a good meal and a good conversation and, and meeting new friends and finding out that there's connective tissue and new ideas floating around, but mostly that you can sit around and laugh at the absurdities and right. find that they're not so terrifying if you share them and, uh, you know, shining light on the, on the monsters, the, on butt the buttocks worms, of life. Right. You were shining light on <laughs> the monsters. And the cement faces and so on is really what we need to do as a people more and more to keep ourselves from walking into the dark woods forever. That's right. And um, there, is, there is nothing that no. has happened at this table tonight that's anything but an affirmation of what we, as a, as a sort of failed but forgiving people, can do to make us strong again. What do you yes. think, Amy? I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Julian? I didn't really know what you're talking it, about. Yeah, thank you. Um, <clears throat> that's, that's quite often the appropriate response. But um, I'm going to start a new cult with Julian, and we're going to talk like that, and we're going to ask you for a lot of money. Oh, is it just nice. money? Just. <laughs> what else would you like them to give us? That's a whole other hour. <clears throat> That's a whole other ma many more than an hour. Well, the <clears throat> captain, the captain is here. I can feel his energy right behind me. Mm -hmm. He's going to lead you into a couple of hours of just audacious and.